So in our meditation practice this morning, <coughs> continuing our contemplation of Satipatthana and really continuation of the third foundation of mindfulness, mindfulness of mind. And in this particular meditation that we sometimes call Big Mind, um, I'll be pointing to a particular facet or quality of the mind, the capacity of the mind that is more spacious, open, (coughs) and vast. So the Buddha in the Satipatthana teachings talks about (coughs) different facets of the mind. Contracted mind, uncontracted mind, surpassed mind, unsurpassed mind. So in this context we're exploring boundless quality of mind, boundless quality of awareness, and the capacity to hold all of our experience in this open field of awareness. So as a support for that, I will be ringing some bells. because we're going to go through the doorway of sound and hearing, which is a good entryway into spaciousness. And um, so the bells are just a touch point for awareness as we abide in a much more spacious uh, orientation than perhaps we've been in the last few days. So, sitting as always, comfortably, relaxed, upright, (coughs) at at ease. Establishing mindfulness of the body, sitting, contacting the earth. body breathing itself. And then opening awareness to sounds, to hearing. Simply aware of the various sounds that ebb and flow. Inner sounds, outer sounds, distant sounds. Notice how they're known quite effortlessly in awareness. Sounds appear and are known. This knowing quality of mind
resting in awareness, simply present the sounds of hearing and disappearing in this open field of awareness. Hearing and aware of hearing. No need to reach out to the sound or visualize the sound or the source. Simply resting in this knowing quality of awareness. Hearing and aware of hearing. Sounds appearing and disappearing in the space of awareness. Knowing quality of mind.
Nothing to do, nothing to create. Nowhere to go. the silence between sounds. open awareness, sensations of the body appear and disappear, like sounds, like touch points in space, vibration, tingling, warmth, coolness, pressure, weight, expansion, Traction, lightness, dissolving, space, sensations, the body appear like points in space. go of our concepts of body, of head, of legs, arms, torso, just sensation, vibration, movement, ebbing and flowing.
open field of awareness, sounds appear and disappear, sensations ebb and flow. attention, how things are known quite effortlessly. same way that sounds appear and disappear and sensations ebb and flow, moods, emotions, states of mind also arise and pass, sometimes like mist, like clouds, sometimes like storms moving through the body and the heart the mind, leaving their imprint of sensation, feeling, pleasantness and unpleasantness. Seeing how these two, when they arise, are known quite naturally in awareness.
knowing directly when emotion or mood arises, passes through. Nothing to do or undo, simply abide in awareness. present to the waterfall of your experience, sounds ebbing and flowing, sensations coming and going, emotions arising, passing, feeling tones, flavors of pleasure and pleasantness, of discomfort and unpleasantness, and in between, more neutral, forever appearing and disappearing. In this open field of awareness, by this knowing quality of mind, Thank you.
sounds appearing and disappearing, sensations ebbing and flowing, (coughs) emotions arising and passing, and thoughts, images flickering, dancing through this sky-like nature of awareness, appearing like clouds, like mist, like storms, floating through the sky-like nature of mind. This awareness remains unmoved, spacious, accommodating, and knowing. open, sky-like nature of awareness. Knowing whatever appears or disappears within it.
turning attention to this awareness itself, this nature of mind, open, clear, knowing, vast, unobstructed, radiant, present, selfless, shining the light of knowing on each passing experience. And directly to attend to this knowing quality of awareness, open, luminous, cognizant, nature of your own mind. attention to this quality of awareness itself. Does it have any shape or color or size, location, age, gender? Identity, no directly nature of awareness, spacious, vast. Ultimately knowing and connected to experience. Clearly knowing. And obstructed. This is the nature of your own mind.
abide in this awareness, present to the flow of experience. Last moments of the sitting, continuing to abide in this awareness, present to the flow of experience, empty phenomena rolling on, known in awareness, the nature of your own mind. Here, this last bell, this is the bells to end the meditation. But as I suggested earlier, if you feel like you wish to continue the meditation, then please continue meditation as we open up our morning for some questions. But noticing as we've walked to this particular style of practice, noticing the influence of this orientation as you abide in awareness. What is the impact of that?
I always like to just get a little weather report after doing this kind of practice. So just shout out one word that's present in your experience right now. What are you noticing? Just one word. Peaceful space. Neutrality. Allows. Allows. Openness, peace, calm, non-judgmental, relaxed, distraction. So as talking about the many different ways to practice satipatthana mindfulness and it's important that we study these different styles different orientations different methods some you will resonate more than others some will have more impact than others some don't resonate don't connect and that's also fine but, um, you know, it's, as we mature in our practice, we want to have a toolbox you know, of skillful means. They're all skillful means of how to be aware, how to be present, how to wake up, how to understand and know our own experience and reality. And this is one particular doorway that goes through the doorway of space. And the effortless knowing quality of awareness. I happen to particularly like it. I let my doorways going through spaciousness and vastness. And it's what most resonates with me in my own practice. I don't have someone ringing the bells for me when I do it, but <laughs> all these are recorded, so um, you can listen to these at home. It's, it's actually, this is one of the practices it's actually nice to have guidance because it allows the mind to really open up at times unless you don't like bells and then it's not your cup of tea. (laughs) So, yeah, so anyhow, so questions about your practice, about the mindfulness, particularly around third foundation, working with the mind, reactivity, or what I've been saying in the talks, yes please. Sometimes the body moves with its own rhythm. Yeah. 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 Well, all kinds of things can happen in meditation, especially our physical 
the way that we know ourselves can change. You know, we can sometimes feel really big, really small, really compressed, really light, dissolve, feels like we're going to fall over, feels like we spiral and sway. And just the next thing to be aware of. And then try not to volitionally move. You know, but sometimes the body does its thing. Say a little more about neutrality. What, 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 how, do you, how do you describe this neutrality? Sounds like it's new. That doesn't sound neutral to me. <laughs> Say a little more about that. <laughs> you mean in terms of the space, or? Yeah, it's like that space. It wasn't scary. It wasn't, you know, freaking out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. I'm not, I forget whether it was this retreat or some other retreat. I just thought a similar kind of inquiry around sometimes um, there's a sense of uh, you know space like that but there's no ground you know sometimes there's a sense of either wanting to let go or letting go and knowing there's no ground and it's just space vast you know, I don't know if that's quite what you're pointing to it's slightly different but so just you know, be curious about that, that openness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it sounds to me like you know the, this this particular practice is pointing to this vast, spacious quality of awareness. Right? So it sounds like there was some some representation of that in your experience. And so stay curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So you're standing in the right. Yeah, standing in the middle ground. Yeah, unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. So good to get to know it. Yeah, yeah. Because you've talked about this move forward momentum before. So what's it like to be just in the center? Yeah. Good. Yes, please. Uh huh. Yeah, no, the bells are definitely a support. Yeah. Because the when we orient to space and spaciousness, the the it's easy to fall into spacing out. <laughs> They're close. Spaciousness spacing out. And we can often fool ourselves, oh, I'm really spacious. I'm actually just not really here. <laughs> I'm just sort of floating. Right. So the the bell, the sound is an anchor. Right? Just no, it's a pinprick of hereness in in the space in the awareness. Yeah. 
please. Oh, the voice, yeah. Uh-huh. They just <laughs> shut up. And It's hard when you listen. Hard. What's hard? To, to listen and pay attention to instruction. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're sl- yeah. Right. We're engaging two modes. Yeah. Right. Which is can be helpful or annoying, or both. Um, and um, yeah. So and it, it it doesn't matter what it is. What matters is are we present to it. And as you were seeing and noticing, oh, pleasant, unpleasant, pleasant, unpleasant, right? Seeing that play of experience, seeing how we hold that, right? Seeing the openness, contraction, openness, contraction, right? P- potentially or not. Right. And then I had to find a way to make it pleasant. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the interesting thing right. Right. Well, that's what we do. That's what we do. We try to make our experience pleasant, and if we don't, then we don't like it. No offense. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't take offense. I'm just curious that, you know, I'm interested in the insight, right? You know, both that range of experience, because that's life. We go from pleasant to unpleasant and neutral, and how we constantly try to make it pleasant or get rid of the unpleasant. But that's just what we do, right? And from the perspective of awareness, awareness doesn't care whether it's pleasant or unpleasant. It's just noticing. Right? Uh, we have preferences about the pleasant and unpleasant. Right? So, um, I, you know, it'd be interesting for you to listen, do this again, listen to it on the recording, Dharma Seed, and just notice that oscillation, pleasant, unpleasant, and see if you can be a, as ease with the unpleasant as the, unple- as the pleasant. That's the or that's the point, is to find the ease regardless. Enjoy if it's pleasurable, and not react when it's unpleasant. Yeah, or at least feel the reactivity and not get caught up in it, or not try and manipulate experience. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, well, the, so the question is the uh, relationship between hypnosis and guided meditation. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're in, they're in, there's a lot of overlap. Um, and this particular meditation has a slight, um, can have a slight trance-inducing quality, right? It's less sort of nuts and bolts instruction, and it's more a, um, it's a meditation. Like, the way I'm leading it is more, 
it's less detailed. It's more. It's, it's like a light touch, and so I'm aware that it has a, a hypnotic quality to it, which is partly the point, um, because it helps induce a certain quality of experience, which can be very helpful to access, right? To access that spacious, boundless, luminous, open, relaxed, right? That's a that's a good quality to come to get to know, right? Ultimately, we. Get to, we cultivate it without the props. This is the props, um, and um, but it's also useful to taste into these 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 states or these qualities because they can be very insightful and illuminating about the mind awareness practice. So um, the 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 point of meditation instruction is not though to put one in a hypnotic trance <laughs> is, is to guide and give you the support to look, to practice, to investigate, to experience. Right? So, But there are many teachers, and I studied with some, who um, just the way they teach, Jack Cornfield is an example, some of the way he guides is trance-like, you know, and he talks about that in, in training with him. And um, because it evokes a certain quality, you know, it's beautiful. We can evoke the quality of compassion, you know, or love, or peace. But it's kind of the difference between a state and a practice. States are fine, but they're not liberating. The practice is liberating because it's a it, it's a it's a means to an end. A state is sort of an end in itself, for the most part. So, what we're interested in is not giving you nice, pleasant states. We could do the meditation and have give you very, make it much more pleasant, <laughs> but it wouldn't be as liberating, right? There's, you know, it, it, and, and the retreat, you know, especially at this point in the retreat, where you're not dealing with tiredness and, you know, the mind's as crazy as it was on day one, it's a, it's a mix of pleasant and unpleasant. There's enough sort of ease and grit to make it really useful to work with. If it's too much suffering, it's too hard, it's too, it's too much struggle. If it's too much bliss, we tend to not do our work, we just kind of bliss out. So it's sort of in between. Yeah. Was there something behind the question about trance? And did you, are you familiar with uh, hypnosis and, or just? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. I mean, in my mind, when it comes to hypnosis, there's content is being provided by the guide. Right. Meditation, the content is coming from. Yes, one's direct experience. So it's different in that way for sure. Yeah. Behind you? Yes. One in defense of guided meditation, not that it needs it. Um, for me, it gives me something else to focus on and ignore the chatter. For sure. Yeah. No, and it's I great. I find that really helpful. Yeah. No, I definitely don't want to diminish the, the value and usefulness of guided meditation. And particularly in our, in our home practice where, you know, just with our work and our busyness, our, our mind is t- tends to be much stronger, much louder. And if that guided meditation supports you and guides you in a skillful way in your practice, then it's fine. Yeah. And the other point is uh, the oscillation. I mean, I, I still feel it a bit. 
Notice the pleasantness. <laughs> Notice the desire to have it continue. <laughs> yes, please. So I also find it very enjoyable to hear, and I've noticed that there have been some meditation sittings when the bells are not struck in the beginning, and I really like to attune to that. Mm. And I'm wondering if there's any particular reason why sometimes... Yeah, I, I never hit the bell in the beginning because... Um, I don't feel like people need a cue to start meditating. The, the, the idea, you know, sometimes I come in here and people are waiting for the teacher. Ideally, you come in here and you start practicing. And the teacher comes or not, or comes on time or not, or, and it doesn't matter, like you're just doing your practice, right? So you, as soon as you hit your seat, I mean, the practice is continuing walking up the stairs, walking, sitting down, and you just continue. So I prefer that flow. Question at the back, Christine? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I'm very familiar with the same rules and that whole process. And so I found myself like, wow, this is really wonderful. And then I started to get into thinking about seeing rules I The puncha, the pr- yes, yes, yes. Um, Right. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good catch. What is beginner's mind? Right, right. Right. So, how do you consciously cultivate beginner's mind? Is that the question? You want more of it? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I, I think of it as an attitude. You know, like we sit down, and maybe you've sat down 5,000 times, you know, if you have, if you've sat long, you know, so you have, so you've sat a while. And uh, I find it, it's, it's just a very subtle, like, like okay, let's, it's just a subtle flip in the mind of, all right, let's be right here, right? Let's, it's just basically switching out of autopilot, which I sit down, and I do, you know, it's like, no, like, okay, let's be here. And sometimes, so one of the ways I do that is, I'll sometimes just not close my eyes. I'll look down until I'm really clear, okay, I'm sitting. I'm not carrying on the drift of thoughts that I had coming up the stairs. And uh, like I sit down, it's like, okay, I'm sitting. Okay, like, what's, what's right here? So it's like a really calling it forth. And we can do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and as our practice deepens, we find, need to find different ways to find that curiosity or that freshness. Yeah. Okay, good. So, a um, few announcements today. So, so, feel free to continue with this more, this last full day of silence and practice. So, feel free to continue with this more spacious, open quality in the sitting, also in the walking as you walk. Really feel free to open up the senses. You're aware of the totality of your experience of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, sensing, touching, breathing. Same in the sitting and be, you know, a little attention to the nature of awareness itself that's knowing our experience. A um, couple of, ch- uh, so uh, last day of groups today, so if you weren't in a group yesterday, again, please check the board, please come, come on time. And um, Dawn has, you have some slots today, this afternoon, one-on-one meetings. Um, and then there's a slight change in the schedule, so... Um, I don't have the schedule here. Do you have the schedule here, the new one? <coughs> so um, basically the, the afternoon's the same. We sit at 2.30, there's a walk, and then we'll have yoga at 3.30. And then at 4.30, we'll have some closing announcements um, where Ramon and Beth will give us some information about various details about tomorrow that we need to consider. Um, and then at 5.30... Um, uh, it's the me- evening meal, and um, there's, we will temporarily uh, uh, end the silence for those who wish. And I'll say more about that this afternoon, but don't think about that. Blew <laughs> <laughs> it, damn it. Um, you can stay in silence, so if that freaks you out. <laughs> and um, other than that, enjoy this. Ah, yeah, so whoever comes with, sees dawn, can come late to the yoga. Did I, oh, and yes, the last thing, yes. The, um, so uh, we will have a, uh, uh, for the people who have continuing ed- units, we will have a meeting at 7 o'clock in the council house with one of the teachers. So those of you who've signed up for continuing eds, if you'd like to come to that, or you have to come to that, I think you have to come to that. Yeah. You must come to that. <laughs> Um, so we'll just be a check-in about your practice and whatnot. Okay, enjoy this beautiful day. Sunshine, rainbows.